And good afternoon, Team Talk. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti joining us later on in the show. 7 o'clock, a top 25 men's basketball matchup uh, as number 15 Illinois goes to Columbus, Ohio uh, to face uh, 22nd ranked Ohio State. Uh, That's coming up at 7 o'clock. Pretty good game last night, by the way, uh, with uh, Syracuse at Notre Dame men's basketball. We had the second half of that game. We're uh, trying to clear as many Notre Dame hoop games as we can. And right now they're uh, in a solid second place in the ACC. Uh, And then, you know, there's always uh, talk about Lobo basketball, Sam. And Coach Patino uh, meets with the the media at least once a week. And today uh, was about like a 30-minute session. Yeah, it sounded like a, a good long session that you guys had. You got down there and got to chat with Coach. Uh, uh, and the beauty of that is is I get to hear some of the pre and post conversation because you know, we like to make sure that we have all rec- all our recording devices up and ready to go. So we get some of the pre and and post press yeah. chatter that goes on. And there's never a never a dull moment in in, in those couple of minute stretches here and there. A- actually. Uh, thanks for bringing that up because Coach Richard Patino sits down and asks Jeff Grammer how his travel back uh, was, and Grammer, you know, said he had a later flight out and everything was fine. And uh, like Coach Richard Patino goes, uh, "I'll tell you what, I've never seen win like that." Uh, like, and he was just very uh, vague about what part of the trip he was talking about. So I assumed since the winds can really kick up. For planes landing in Albuquerque. In fact, my friend was stuck in Phoenix last night because the winds were so bad. Okay. So anyway, uh, he wasn't talking about that. He was talking about the bus trip between Logan and Salt Lake City to yeah. get on a plane. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a whole Arctic front that's come down the last couple of days and really just buried this whole part of the country. And we actually, it finally made its way down here this morning. I, you know, we woke up to some snow on the ground uh, this morning, or you know, you might have seen it depending on how early you're up. But yeah, we we finally got it. My wife's in Salt Lake City, and it is a how win- about that? It is a winter wonderland from from what she's described. I'm, I'm still trying to get some pictures, but yeah, no, it's it's snow on top of snow, and it's windy and it's freezing. So even with the even with the charter life, you know, you still run into you, know, uh, you still run into some of those complications. Yeah, and. I guess it's fairly common, and you probably picked up on this, like from Jeff Grammer, about how, like, of all the different places he's traveled in the Mountain West, uh, he, like he speaks very highly of them all. But he said that, like, there's something about that, like going to Logan, and what he said was the cold. That I guess going from the arena to the cars in that place is the coldest he's he ever has been in in traveling throughout the mountain west anyway so that was kind of the the whole behind the scenes thing uh but then we got into talking hoops yeah i mean usually it's about seinfeld or something but this time it's about the the daily adventures of traveling around the mountain west and then we got to the hoops and it's still positive i want to go back to that though too is the way coach patino like he said it was the worst wind he'd ever experienced yeah so i was like i pressed he goes and he lived in minneapolis for eight years well there you go and he's 
traveled a bunch, uh, regardless of where they lived or where their school was located. Invariably, when you're traveling as much as these teams have done, and to say the worst wind he had ever faced was when he was in a bus uh, on the way uh, to get on a charter. So anyway, not when you're where the wind lives, when you're on the ground. Okay. So anyway, then they, so we got it. We did talk hoops. So go ahead. Yes. Yeah. We, we, we did talk hoops and, it was it was about what I expected. I mean, there were a couple of, of sound bites that I do want to get to that were really insightful and, and got me excited to talk about them today. But it was still pretty level headed, which is about what you'd expect at this point. You know, it's like like we talked about yesterday. He's not gonna he's not gonna you know he's not gonna snap a, a clipboard over his knee and he's not gonna uh, have confetti come down from the ceilings in the media room. It's just gonna be. Hey, we lost and we got to figure it out, and or we won and that's great. But you know, there's so there's always room to get better. Like he's been adamant about everybody understanding what this year is is supposed to be, regardless of of what of of what's going on day to day, game to game. Right, and I think it skews more towards like just one one game at a time before we figure out like you know how this whole thing is going to look down the road like and you know an interesting test for new mexico on saturday two o'clock air force an example of a team that new mexico handled easily 91 77 at their place but like the way that these games have changed game to game and and granted it's usually the better you know these teams are are beating the other team on their home court or playing better on their home court i mean for example the lobos up 17 at the half against utah state at home down 17 on the half you know and then uh there was another example of a flip oh the san jose state game yeah. i that that was a a joke uh, and the the lobos ran them out of the pit in the first matchup and you know i mean san jose state pulled away uh, at the end so like it's something that he's cautious about in playing Air Force again, even though they did uh, whip him. Uh, he didn't say that. I am. And here's what he said about like this time off between uh, the game against Utah State and playing at home against Air Force. Air Force coming in on Saturday. Tough game. We needed this break bad. I thought that um, the four games in eight days absolutely drained our tank so to speak. We were tired physically. We were tired mentally. I think you could just see it. We were well-rested versus Wyoming. Played a great game. Two days later, we play Colorado State. We played really well the first half, and you just see the energy going. So uh, we took yesterday off, and I think it'll be good for us mentally and physically. Yeah, and I think part of the thing that has to be inserted in there is they they lean on a certain amount of guys for a lot of minutes. I mean, let's face it. Uh, so uh, the, the, for a coach to talk about fatigue in this time of year is not that unusual. And um, the fact is they're on to Air Force, so to speak, on Saturday. Um, and, you know, here is also Coach Patino, um, you know, on talking about, you know, what it's like, uh, like, you know, you, he was I, he was asked, um, you know, is it a double-edged sword beating a, a 22nd-ranked team in Wyoming and getting the expectations up and then, like, making these bad losses look even worse? Here's what he had to say. I think it's really important for everybody to understand where we are as a program and where we were. Um, I, I, I remind people of it often, and it's not to disparage the prior regime because there's a lot of things that gone into it but we were 303 in the net 
I got the job almost a month from today and brought eight new players in off of Zoom. We weren't allowed to go recruiting. So it's it, it, that's not excuse-making, but, like, we're rebuilding. I think it's to have that moment in year one is great. Quite frankly, I think we've had some great moments at New Mexico State, uh, Wyoming at home. Um, you know, the Air Force game on the road played really well. So I... I think you got to look at it for what it is. We, we are rebuilding. Um, and rebuilding under difficult circumstances in the sense of recruiting during a pandemic. And, you know, you could say, well, every coach dealt with that. No, not, not true. Because the new coaches in the league, UNLV brought in a lot of transfer. Bryce Hamilton, you know, I mean, uh, Utah State, really good team. Older players. I mean, old players. Justin Bean, old players. So... It just is what it is. I think it's a. It was a great moment, and we've got a couple more games here to see if we can get some more good moments. But I've said over and over again that this is going to take time, and uh, that's that. You know, we're all in a rush, but it's reality. I I think that was a perfect answer to that. Like talking about that Wyoming game as a, a moment, and he listed a couple of others too. And he ended it by saying, hopefully we have a few more moments. Um, you know, and, and I do agree that Air Force, like the way they played that night in Air Force, along with the New Mexico State game, uh, are all really good moments. And and that's what he's taking them as, is moments. And that's why it's been so interesting as far as how to navigate this season. Because especially when you have those two games back-to-back, you beat Wyoming and then lose to San Jose and give them their first win in conference, they're, they're, they're happening in consecutive games, and we look at it as fans in the way of what in the world just happened? How do we even make sense of that? He's looking at it as it's one little blip in this big picture that that is the first season, and 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 that's where I think that, that disconnect is because like I go you know as, as as they're getting ready to play Air Force on Saturday, I go back to the first Air Force game or no excuse me San Jose no San Jose State they won the first game against San Jose State and then lost in San Jose the last one yeah. I go back to that win over San Jose State they won that game and I I I left that game thinking I've seen them play better basketball games this season and so that's where and so you you kind of get in that mindset of well from that standpoint then there should be you know this this and this happens but any team in any sport, there's no linear projection from point A to point B at any point in the season, and especially for these guys. So that's where it's been so interesting to follow this season because we have such a different perspective on it than he does. Yeah, and you know, I mentioned how the, the, those rematches have flipped completely. Uh, Utah State, uh, home and away, uh, two different uh games in, uh, completely and then even like the San Jose as you mentioned uh, so um, here's what coach Richard Patino was saying about the the mental aspect of rematches because he we've heard him say this like and he didn't even say it today but he said it before about how you know that whatever happened in the first game is irrelevant in this next game and he's been like right on the money each time and you know he was asked that and that's been the case for the whole Mountain West season that's not just a Lobo thing it is and that's what makes it really a very fun conference uh, to to follow it really does and that's a whole other topic but uh, here's uh, Coach Richard Patino on the mental aspect of rematches the season also has a lot to do with it Uh, I don't remember who we played before Air Force do you um San Diego State, right? 
Well, I just think the emotions of the season, it's just all different depending on when you play them. Um, San Jose, we were exhausted. I, I think that had something to do with the schedule. I'm not saying that we would beat them a different time. I think Coach Miles is doing a good job of, you know, but I just think we were mentally and physically, emotionally tired. So I think where it fits on the schedule has something to do with it as well. Um, but it's a maturity standpoint. Our guys just got to understand that just because we beat San Jose the first time and we were up pretty comfortably, I, I, I didn't feel great going into that game. I was concerned. Well, the same thing goes with Air Force. And every game that we play, I mean, um, we just have to realize, House, you're not going to score 43 points again. It's, you're just not going to do it. Um, we got to play the right way. So, and I don't know. I've, I've always been a one-game-at-a-time guy, so I don't – They, I think they understand hearing from me just the importance of mentally and physically approaching it the right way every time. Yeah, we're over here playing mental gym- gymnastics, and he's just like, nah. One game at a time, guys. Let's slow it down a little bit. And pointing to the fact that human beings are going to have different emotional flow throughout the season, and he uh, was saying that was an example of that. I mean, he said, you know, that's part of the emotions of the season, at least. And uh, then he also inserted in that's where there's a level of maturity that comes along with these kind of things. And that's why you have great leaders and, and like great teams, whether they're upperclassmen or they, you know, somebody uh, that's, uh, you know, even younger, uh, that, that, that is something that comes with time. And that's what I think that he's like looking towards. Okay. Uh, this is team talk ESPN radio one oh one seven, the team. I'm Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser. I will tell you this, like, um, you're we're, you're not we're Lobo fans are not alone in kind of like scratching their heads uh, about you know things with what comes to the the results of their team since that game that the Lobos beat Air Force ninety one to seventy seven up until that point we've been kind of in, injecting different like Air Force is, is here this game and the watch out they could be dangerous and like they were at a couple of times well they haven't been dangerous since. The Lobo, you know, before the Lobos came to town because uh, Lobos whipped them 91 to 77. Then they lose by um, 34 at UNLV, 26 at home versus Boise, mm. eight at Wyoming. Ah, eh, okay, give them a pass on that. And then the other night, 25 at home for uh, by by Fresno. I mean, that yeah that, uh, that's that's why i keep saying that's the real outlier like yeah and that's the team the lobos play on saturday at two o'clock and you know you hope you hope all of a sudden like the things don't all of a sudden come together at one time after a one two three four five game hiatus uh but um yeah those that that's why i keep saying that you know the the tape of that lobo game and the way that they really perfected uh the dissection of the Air Force zone like they did, I thought was like really good. I mean, talk about preparation for the Princeton offense, sure. But like, and so I haven't watched a bunch of Air Force hoops since that Lobo game. I saw that. I'd never, ever, ever seen like Lobo teams or any team for that matter get the dribble penetration and the layups that the Lobos got against Air Force. And I'm like, either, well, this, they're with, they were without a star player who will be back on Saturday, uh, or they're really young or something because something was going on. 
But then, bang, it just keeps happening to him each and every game since then. Um, yeah. Like I said, uh, lose to the Lobos by 14, then 34, 26, 8, 25. They, they're, they've been getting worked. Yeah, nobody scores 91 on Air Force. I think uh, Patino mentioned that the highest before that was uh, the season was Nevada, and it was in the 70s, I think, and then they go 91. And, yeah, talking about mental gymnastics, Lobos, Lobos broke Air Force for the time being because you read – about what's going on up there from Coach Calhoun. And he, uh, during that stretch, we've heard a lot of the same things out of him that we've heard out of Coach Patino the last couple of games. Where I mean, it's the Air Force Academy. And you're talking about Joe Scott. Or, excuse me. You no, know, yeah, Troy you, Calhoun, the football, of course. Okay, so anyway. Yeah, we, Coach Scott. Yeah, we're, thank we're talking you. about Coach Scott. At, at Air Force. But yeah, kind of just saying those, like, Air Force is never going to throw its hands up in the air. It's the Air Force Academy, for gosh sakes. But it's basically, it, it, it's it, it it's as out of control as you're ever going to see an Air Force program look these last five games to where there's not yeah. really, where there's a lot of, frust- where there's more frustration than answers. Uh, it, it really is. Uh, I just, uh, the the way that, it, I'm not saying losing five in a row is something that they've never seen up there, but losing five in a row that the way, way they have. Yeah. After having, you know, a few decent moments themselves like the first uh 33% or i mean uh you know 50% of the season i mean like playing some close games here you know they would get torched like they usually do but like they were uh, seem like they were going to give teams fits but uh not lately at least so hopefully they don't give the lobos fits on saturday at two o'clock at the pit uh only two more remaining home games and one of them is uh against air force and then again uh, later on against unlv but anyway uh it is saturday at two o'clock there's no no uh cable there's no tv it's going to be on the mountain west stream right uh and, and i believe stadium Okay. So, so no TV to answer your question. Yes, no TV. Okay, all right. So, anyway, the, the way I, it's either TV or going like or Google Mountain West television, and then boom. And the, actually, it's amazing how quickly you get on and are watching it. it it's really well done. Yeah, no, the, the internet does come in handy, and it certainly did last night when we got the last seven minutes of Women? the most anticipated game of the season on on television on uh, no CBS Sports, the oh. Colorado State-Wyoming game, because okay. uh, Xavier and Providence went to triple overtime, and so there were <laughs> seven minutes left in the game by the time it actually got on television. But, okay. you know, thankfully the internet does exist, and, yeah, and that's well, what it's there for. Yeah, well, you see, where I used it was watching the Lobo women. Yeah, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they lost by one at Fresno themselves, speaking of Fresno. A- anyway, all right. And we got a telling stat about uh, about the significance of that one-point loss in uh, top five at five. Oh, okay. Can't wait for that. You're listening to Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team.